Listen to Correcting the System on Equal Justice right here on EOTMRadio.com. Fake dub, no love, you get the slug. CB4 Gusto, your luck low. I didn't know till I was drunk though. You weak cats are paid out. Get robbed and laid out. Gambino turned snitch, I got the price out. 96 ways I made out. Montana waited for F-E-L-L-A. Verbal get getting sprayed, get the tattoo. Jump out the range, empty out the ass. King 
mayor of the cities and reverse beans to willies. It's sound foul, but every girl I meet to go downtown. I'd open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa. Twitter account. All right, cool thing. So make sure y'all stay connected to us. And then also 
on Facebook. You can um, stay connected to Gerald Rose under his name, Gerald E. Rose, and you can like his Facebook page, which is New Order Human Rights Organization. If you type that into, you should um, find him. And, of course, you can find us, EOTM Media, on Facebook by typing N-E-O-T-M dot media. And we do have an exciting show um, for y'all, and I'm going to let Gerald take it away. Well, first of all, um, I want to thank my New Order staff for having a doing wonderful work. It's not just Gerald Rose. I always thank my New Order family. But there are some issues I want to bring up. First of all, um, I like to talk about, I don't know if you heard in the national news about uh, Reverend Al Sharpton um, back in the 80s was um, considered a formant um, for the FBI. And as me being a, a, a national civil rights leader, I have to answer some questions every day. I know um, people from all races are saying, okay, what you think about what you heard about Al Sharpton? You know, I didn't give him no uh, opinion, but I do think about that because people are going to continue you know, they would look at me, you know, so I'm always being honest uh, to my community, you know, to my people. So I would never sell out. Once I got, once I wanted to get involved into this, into this business, you have to be honest with people. We're not perfect, but at the same time, when you are in the front lines and, and, and fighting for human rights, you know, um, people will try to sell you out. You know, people will come at you with money. But deep down inside, I would not do that. You know, that's why I thank my father uh, for being um, real to the people. So I think we need to bring this, this conversation up tonight. And also I just want to talk about the state of the youth. That's something that we need to talk about this because on every Tuesday uh, we go into an alternative school and try to change young people's lives, you know. And uh, I can tell you right now since we've been in this program um, to talk to middle and high school students, um, things are starting to happen today. And there's one young man um, in this particular program, uh, is starting to get the message that, you know, what he did in the past is trying to turn his life around, and he's taking baby steps right now. And I do want to thank my national lieutenant, Mr. Christopher Adams Sr., who's a part of New Order um, that lives in Toledo, uh, has been mentoring this young man um, from Toledo many, many miles away, and he's getting a message. So, Carla, I'd like to bring him in, Mr. Christopher Adams Sr., if you don't mind bringing him into the discussion Talk about okay. He's lost. Um, he's lost. Yeah, to talk about the state of the youth. Talk about um, the civil rights leaders. Where even when Dr. King and Malcolm, you know, when you had informants around them, and I can tell you right now, my New Order family, uh, I don't even feel that. I don't even feel that negative. We have love. You know, we 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 we're close as a family. We put God first. So, uh, Mr. Christopher Adams, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here, sir. First of all, I want to thank you for calling in um, tonight um, to this very important show tonight. Again, if anyone's out there that want to be a part of this, please call in at 718-664-6543. We are streaming live on EOTMRadio.com. Mr. Adams, um, you being from my hometown, uh, I am from Toledo, and we God connected us. And I can tell you, since you've been part of this organization, even thing that you got going on Toledo, just kind of tell the listeners briefly on, you know, what made us come partnership um, with your business, my business with New Order, and how over, I guess it's been, what, less than a month, uh, how we connect and we already changing uh, a young man's life in a temporary time. Can, can you explain to the listeners on what we've been doing lately? 
Well, uh, first of all, I want to thank uh, uh, both of you, uh, the young lady and yourself. I had a bad connection, too, so I didn't get her name when she was kind of chiming in. So I do want to thank you. said Carla? Carla Simpson, a great co-host out of L.A., California. (laughs) Okay, well, I just want to thank Ms. Simpson and and yourself. for for just inviting me on to the the show the conversation uh i want to make a couple things uh very clear one is i'm gonna be like job in the bible i'm not gonna give the devil no credit at all so i'm just gonna keep thanking god for the good and thanking god for the bad because at the end of it all job knew that god had his back Number two is i'm gonna follow your steps because i'll never sell out i i can't tell you the amount of times that monies was offered to me to, to kind of look the other way and kind of sweep stuff under the rug, I just won't do it, man. It, it, my character is platinum. And my name, man, is what I stand by. So uh, I'm just like you, Gerald. I, money don't mean nothing. By the way, I haven't – I don't make no money doing what I'm doing. So, you know, I just follow what – this is the calling God put on my life. So – you know, I'm just here to, to just, you know, just follow what he's telling me to do. So, I, man, I love you for that, for, for, for just standing firm and letting people know you ain't falling for the okey-doke. So I love that about you, and I think that's why you and I get along so great, as well as our family, man. This, this New Order family, man, I told you, I, man, I, I get more love in a month that you know, I've been hanging around y'all, and I get from my own city here, bro. For, for, yeah, and you all the way, and you all the way in Toledo, Ohio. You know, <laughs> right. and, that's how, and that's how we are. You know, we have to show unity uh, in our community, and that's why I'm glad that God has put us together. But let's, let's go into the situation about the young man at, at the Cobb County Ombudsman Program again. Uh, we might have some other callers calling in. We want to be briefly, but I want you to stay on the conversation with me all night. Um, with us, because we might have some other call. Kind of explain on the task that you took on when we, I gave you a call about the young man uh, in the Cobb County Ombudsman Program. Well, actually, uh, the task, uh, it, it really just happened. You and I were, if you remember, we were just talking on the phone, and uh, the mother reached out through the Internet on you, and you tried to contact her while I was on the phone. I was like, hey, if you could get him on the phone, just allow me to talk to him, and, and then we'll go from there. Well, when you called, the mother didn't answer. Then uh, you tried to, I said, call back, uh, and then she answered. And then you were talking to her, and she said, well, she hasn't seen Michael in over two weeks. And then I, after you and her were talking, I said, Gerald, I feel something in my spirit, which she's about to hear from Michael. You know, it might be sometime today, I don't know when, but she's going to hear from her son. And as y'all were talking, Michael walked through the door. And from mm-hmm. that point on, you and I talked to Michael for, for probably about 20 minutes on the phone. And then, you know, I talked to him some more after you hung up for about an hour and a half. He ended up having to, to go to court that next day. And I told him, I said, there's some things that you're going to have to say if you say the right things, you're not going to go nowhere. They're going to give you an extension. But then I also gave some word to the mother. Well, he had to go lay it down for a few weeks, and then uh, you followed up with him. 
you went down to, to try to see him, but they would not allow you because of, you know, you weren't an immediate family. But when the young man got out, the first thing he did was called. And we've been That's reaching right. out to him since then. And right. just from, from our conversation, even today in, in the school, in the classroom, he was the one that when you asked about following and leading, and you can be a follower as long as you're leading the people that are following, and he was the one that jumped up, stood up, as well as the administrators are telling you, man, you know, this guy is like, man, who is he? So right. what what we do is, is, is effective, Gerald, and there's a lot of people out here that are getting money getting right. grants and funding for, for saying, oh, we're mentors and we're, we're you know, we're, we're doing this. Well, we deal with, with, with the issues of at-risk youth, period. Right. We don't have ones that are getting C's and maybe a B in school. We get the ones that smoking weed, not coming home, you know, hanging out, drinking. Those are who we deal with, and w- right. we love it. We love it. We love to see that change. And, again, uh, if you want to join the conversation tonight, please call in at 718-664-6543. We're streaming live on EOTMRadio.com. I am currently talking to my national lieutenant, Mr. Christopher Adams, Sr., uh, who's uh, doing great things uh, in the city of Toledo, who joined partnership of with New Order here in Atlanta. He's kind of explaining on how we change uh, a child life around in a short period of time. Me and we do know we have a long ways to go, but I can tell you since uh, we got involved with the young man's life, uh, when I went to the school today, Mr. Adams, um, um, Brother Michael was the first one that raised his hand, was the first one said that I am a leader now, and he did. Him and his mother came down um, to our office on Saturday when we was feeding the homeless, and it brought a tear to my eye. You know, and he was saying, Mr. Rose, enough is enough. So it can be done. That's the reason why we can't give up on our youth, because a lot of people have given up, even parents, even in the home. You know, and I was telling the kids today that before I even ask to go outside, I must do my chores. I couldn't just jump on no Xbox. Well, first of all, it wasn't Xbox back then. <laughs> but we couldn't just jump on these video games and think it's very important that you took care of your chores, you know, did your homework. But these days, it's different. So do you agree or disagree with me on that with the, the things I'm explaining to you right now? I definitely agree. Uh, again, yeah, we didn't have Xbox. We had the little uh, wagon that went through the screen with the two little stick men that shot each other. <laughs> you know and what? They might be down. telling my age now, Mr. Adams. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, Gerald, you know, this, this is the bottom line is, and I know that New Order is growing and, 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 you know, building tomorrow's generation. I mean, we cross paths for a reason. The bottom line right. is you can't change nobody. So how does right. this, the, how, how does what we do, uh, you know, well, what is the weights and outcomes, the measures and outcomes of what we do? Bottom line is we modify the way our youth and our parents and the administrators in the schools are also, they, they play all, everybody play a part in this. The administrators, the principals, the mothers, the fathers, if they're in their life, uh, and, and us. But you That's can't right. change them. So we modify the way they think, and the behavior pattern changes automatically. That's what makes us the extraordinary of That's what right. we do. We're not ordinary. We're extraordinary. 
That's right. And, and, and I can, our youth is our future. If you look at the website, that's right. We have a program called The Future. It's a 12 week right. program, and it is very effective. Very effective. Again, you all, if you want to join this conversation, please call in at 718-664-6543. You are listening to EOTMRadio.com. I'm currently talking to Mr. Christopher Adams, Sr., uh, my national lieutenant uh, for New Order. Uh, we have joint partnership uh, with Buildings Tomorrow, and uh, we're just excited on uh, on what we're doing. Uh, we do plan to take this on the road Um I can tell you that on June 21st, uh, I will be traveling to Jackson, Mississippi to hold uh, a youth rally this Saturday. I'm going to be in DeKalb County doing things. But I know we have to do more do more than just rally. You have to have a backup um, program. That's why I love Mr. Adams on what he does. He, do, he, he does this every day, you know. So this is the state of the youth. So this topic must be, <clears throat> excuse me, must be talked about on this particular program. Um, so I'm just excited. And what I want to do now, uh, let's kind of shift gears because um, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's talk about the latest news that we heard about Reverend Al Sharpton. And I think it's very important that we address this issue because especially as a human rights organization, like you said, Mr. Adams, we're growing. And I know um, people will try to come after me as far as that because the more that you grow, the more you be affected, the more that you be dangerous in the community. But you know what? Um, I put God first, I know, when I got into my situation back in 2005, you know, when he sat me down and Mr. Adams, you know what I'm talking about. You know, that's why my life has changed around, and I told him that I want to be right with the people. So I think we need to talk about this. But I was very shocked when I heard the the allegations that uh, Reverend Al Sharpton uh, was an informant um, about um, um, the FBI. You know, we don't know if it's true or not, but at least coming out, that's not good. You know, so um, basically I think my co-host, um, Carla Simpson, uh, want to kind of touch base. And then, Mr. Adams, if you want to uh, mention something on that as well, you're welcome to do those. So, Carla, would you like to make a comment or anything yeah, about the, the allegation about Al Sharpton? I, I did, I did. And, and first off, I want to um, say to my radio family, my radio family called me Carla D., so, Carla B, I'm sorry. Carla, I'm sorry. <laughs> Carla B. No we, we better get that right. We better get that right, Carla B. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That name has followed me for a minute. So, but um, I, I I actually wrote about the the Al Sharpton case, and when I heard about what had happened, I wasn't really shocked. You know, I'm I'm not the type of person that just you know think everything is just like you know, the sky is blue and it's blue. And, you know, I understand how the world is in politics. And, and I do understand that some people do sell out. It's what some people do. Um, but I, I, what I wanted to say on um, the whole situation was that there was information that came out and it looks like he did, he was an informant. I mean, that's public mm. record. He was an informant. He helped the FBI security record mobsters with a bug briefcase. Um, now, despite that, Reverend Al Sharpton, he says that he's not a rat. I guess he calls it something else. I don't really know, but if if you're walking into a place and you're, you're um, recording people that are doing criminal activities, you know, the mob will call him a rat. 
Simple as that, mm. you know, um, regardless of the, the reason why. But it was right. it was interesting to me when it came out and um, Sharpton, he called a press conference at the, the Harlem headquarters of his National Action Network to respond to the story, um, which I mm. think um, – I think the New York Times first put it out, and I think it was titled like the Smoking Gun, or, or I think the the website was the Smoking Gun, not New York Times first off. But um, you know what he said? What what he said? He went to the feds after his life was threatened by the mobsters. So I guess that's how the story, you know, was happening. And uh, with that in mind, he says, considering it was that situation, he wasn't really a rat. You know, his life was threatened, and he was trying to. Figure, you know, he's trying to save himself, basically. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess if you, I guess we can, you know, touch on that and, and you know, and ask mm-hmm. you, yourself, Gerald, as well as your your guest, if mm-hmm. um, if you feel that those situations would that still consider him a rat, or would he just be somebody that's trying to protect himself? Before you talk, before you share, though, um, it was something that um, Al Sharpton said that I thought that was. Interesting. Um, he said that he's mm-hmm. not a rat. He said, "I'm." He said he's a. He said, "I'm a cat. I chase rats." Snitch. Like, That's what I call it. I'm gonna be honest oh, with you. Okay. Yeah. Doing this type of work. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, when you're in the spotlight, you you marching for the Trayvon Martin, the Jordan Davis, and, and and all across the country, you got a radio show called Keeping It Real. You need to keep it real now because you know talking to people. You know, people are, are, are a little upset, and, and again, it can kind of, that's why uh, me out here doing things like this, what he did can come down on me, but I can tell you right now, things like that ain't going to happen. So, you know, he need to be honest with the people, you know. So right. that, that's why people do not trust our, our, our leaders these days. That's the reason why people yeah. don't trust our organizations. You know, they, you know, and then you watch TV, corruption going on. A lot of that's going, uh, money getting taken under the table, you know. Right, right. So that's why you have to, you know, stay prayed up, you know, and and, and, right. and and keep doing what you're doing. And like I told the kids today, you must stay focused. You right, know, right, so right. I'm a little disappointed. I'm very disappointed yeah. in, in right. uh, what I'm hearing. And he claimed that he wrote a book that came out, I think, in 1996. But he said this is old news. This came up once before. Now you know you got social media strong as ever. You got Twitter strong as mm-hmm. ever. You got Instagram strong as ever. Everything you got in the dark will come to light. Believe right, that. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, and I think what's important for individuals in power to understand is that they need to always keep their nose clean because you better That's believe right. that there's some organization looking at you, waiting on you to slip up, just so they could be able to, you know, have something on you. For future references, and this is what these That's politicians right. dealing with. This is what these these athletes are dealing with. Um, you know, it's everybody. We just have to make sure we're on the up and up at all times. Because if you're not, you better believe somebody's watching you, and they're gonna pull That's your right. card um, when the time is right. That's right, Mr. Adams. You like to comment on the latest development about um, about Al Sharpton? Uh, yeah, actually, I would. First of all. Uh, <laughs> You guys mentioned how he's, you know, marching for the Trayvon Martin, and he's doing all these uh, just just big things. Well, he's hanging out there amongst the stars. Would, would you agree? I mean, he's all on TV, all on CNN. So so now he's he's with the stars, right? 
That's correct. That's that. Okay, now, spell stars backwards. <laughs> what is it? Oh, he's a rat. <laughs> he's hanging with the rats. He's a rat because anybody know anything about the mafia, they don't give you an opportunity to go see the feds. If they want you, they're going to get you, period. Mm. That's so, that's I mean, that's from that, that's from my past street life. I know from being in the streets, I was born and raised in New York, being in the streets, man, if you ran your mouth, you got your, you, you got what they call a Colombian necktie, and they had cut, take your, cut your throat and take that tongue and put it through your throat. So you ain't running to no feds. If the, if the mafia wants you, so whatever he's making up, you know, I, I'm going to say you're innocent until proven guilty, but for you to have to have a quick press conference and all that, you know, what's done in the dark, like you said, will come to light. The bottom line is if you done did it, it's water under the bridge, let's correct it. Now let's move forward. Exactly. Now if you can't move forward, then, then 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 just get up off the pot. You're not gonna use the bathroom. Get up off the pot. Period. Right. Let somebody else sit on the throne and take over. That's gonna have integrity. That's gonna have commitment. And that's gonna have loyalty. And that's Gerald Rose. He's he's a person that, that that I trust and I believe in. And continue to pray for me again. If you want to join this conversation tonight. Uh, please call in at 718-664-6543. We are streaming live on EOTMRadio.com. I am talking to my co-host, Ms. Carla B. We also have Mr. Christopher Adams Sr. calling from Toledo, Ohio, who's my national lieutenant for New Order. Uh, we're having a great conversation tonight. Uh, also, I want to talk about um, there was some latest news about Jesse Jackson Jr., uh, was transferred, you know, as you all know, he's in a federal prison right now, and he was transferred uh, to another prison because he was doing his activism work inside the prison. I don't know if you all uh, heard about that. I want to thank my research director, Ms. Lucy Diaz, for keeping me updated on a national news or whatever, and uh, I want to get y'all opinion on that, and uh, I guess uh, he was probably doing too much work inside the prison, so they transferred him out, and I think me personally, um, since his dad has been out on the national spotlight for many years, uh, they kind of retaliated uh, on his on his son. But uh, Jesse Jackson Jr. gave him the ammunition. If you're doing some dirt and you know your father is this national civil rights leader, they're going to come after you as, as you know as, as the family member. So like I said, you have to be cautious what you're doing. You're innocent until you're proven guilty. But when you're in a spotlight that eyes are on you. So, Ms. Carla B., did you hear about that situation about yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I did. I, I covered. I, I have a, um, a entertainment blog, but we do have a section where we cover news and politics, and you know, okay. I cover everything when it comes to, you know, um, politics, especially dealing with, you know, the limited amount of um, black individuals in office. So, you know, it was definitely wasn't a good look when it happened. But as I said, when you have some kind of leadership. Um, role, you just, you know, especially if you have a father who, you know, a family of um, politicians, you know that you have to keep your nose clean because there's those people that are always looking around waiting on you to mess up. And um, and most most of my listeners know that I'm a, um, a conspiracy theorist, but I have this thing where it's, if it's happening, it's not a conspiracy. <laughs> you know, there's, um, you know, just in regards to 
you know, how certain people, you know, people in leadership and how the, the secret shadow government or whatever you want to call it, they're always waiting to, to be able to come at you with something. And they come at with you with something and they say, okay, well, I have this on the table. Um, if you do this, we can, you know, call it a, um, you know, a wash or whatever. And a lot of times they say no and I'll mm-hmm. take the time. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's what happened with um, mm-hmm. with U.S. Representative Jesse Jackson Jr., but you, you just never know. You just always have to be up on the up and up. And I think that's that right. that old adage, you know, having morals and ethics, you know, that goes a long way. It, it does. Right. And when you have your things together and you're doing things right, you don't have to worry about this. I think one of the reasons why he's in trouble was because he – um, illegal spending, right? Um, spend almost what seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in campaign money on everything from cigars to Mount Elkheads and go watches. You know, that's retarded. Right, Why right. would you do that? You don't think that they're gonna detract that stuff? Um, so, and then again, I don't know if it's true. You know, it, it could have yeah, been something right. that. You know, I mean, there are things going on with these politicians, and, you know, when it comes out, it's like, wow, did he do that? And everybody's pointing a finger. But in all actuality, a lot of times that's not even what's really happening. It's just what mainstream media is putting out, and and everybody's eating it up. So I don't know, but it's, it's unfortunate what's happening with him. Right. Also, I'm kind of frustrated about our athletes getting in trouble lately. I'm going to throw this question to Mr. Adams. I know um, he probably keep up with sports like me, uh, but the the uh, and I know Carla B. You do a lot of blog on when athletes get in trouble. You're innocent to proven guilty. But I am very disappointed on the latest latest situation uh, with the defensive lineman for the San Francisco 49ers. And I I do apologize. I forgot his last name, but he was accused of saying that he had a bomb in the LAX airport. Actually, out there, Carla B. Were you? We reside right, right now. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The football player for yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, remember, I and I remember when Charles Barkley said that I am not a role model when he was playing basketball for the Philadelphia 76ers. And Mr. Adams, I like to go to you. Did you hear about? You know, when I youth look at these things, because when I when I was young, athletes. Well, I'm still young, <laughs> but athletes didn't get in trouble like this, like they're getting in trouble these days. So, Mr. Adams, when you're talking. Um, to these youth, mentoring these youth, and um, what you think about athletes these days when they get a chance to make this million, millions of dollars, and then you got us out here really ain't got no money out here for the people. What's your opinion on that when you see athletes getting in trouble that they have made it, been blessed with a talent, but then they get caught up in Carla B. If you want to come behind him and make a statement, um, you're welcome to do that. So what you think about athletes these days just getting in trouble every time you turn? I mean, you got Rosenberger uh, was accused of something, and it just, it just, I get tired of hearing that. What's your, what's your opinion on that? Well, first of all, uh, I'm not perfect, but I, I, again, I stand behind my character and my name, so I know what you will never find, and that's nothing unethical about me. Uh, nothing, period, from my past life way back in the day to my present life. But when it comes to these athletes, the problem is, that there's no there's no guidance. All they see is money. I mean, we got my man from from Toledo. That that I mean, he's done now. He done went to the NFL and all that. Fred Davis, and now he, he he's messed up. You know, I see and, him. And I, 
understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so you, you have to look at, man, this, but the young man came back here a few times and was big-headed. I mean, he came back here and his mother gave turkeys away on, on Thanksgiving one year. You know, turkeys, you got a, a, a $10 million contract and all you're going to give is turkeys back in the community that you came up with, you know. So, you, you number one, you have to pay it forward. When when you get your blessing, and if you don't, it's going to come back at you. And, and the problem is that they they come from where they didn't have much, and when that lump sum come at them, they don't know how to to appreciate it. That's why they go out and buy all these big houses and big cars with big rims. They they don't know how to appreciate what their worth is. So now they're worthless, meaning. They, they 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 can't even comprehend on, on on the volume of where they should be. And working with the youth out here, uh, you you know you got to let them understand because there's a lot of talented people. I mean, my son right now is about to go off to college, full ride scholarship, and he's ranked in in the state of Ohio as uh, the top five uh, defensive and offensive player in basketball. And then mm-hmm. if you take, you know, my oldest son, I don't I don't call him my stepson. He's been with me since he was five. But he's the one that brought home the silver medal in the Olympics, you know, in London. So, and well, I don't, you, Kinnard, you, right? know, I, you, you never hear me mention him because I don't put his name out here. I get mad at the media because every time my wife is mentioned, you know, here in Toledo, they always talk about, you know, our son. And it's like they use her and to get more more readers and all this on their behalf by using his name. But I can guarantee you ain't damn one of them put any tokens in this household. You understand what I'm saying? So I try to even tell my wife, look, sweetie, you have to be careful on always, you know, it, I'm not saying you can't interview with, with, with going to this school and interviewing and speaking to these young ladies out here, but tell them to leave our son's name out of the passage. You know, right. they can talk about what you're doing without, you know, pulling his name out of it because, to me, they, it's their way of getting leverage and, and like, they 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 doing something big, and they're not, you know. So right. when, it, when it comes to these youth, they're not used to having, and, and I uh, again, I blame the parents or parent. And I, I can tell you from the youth that we deal with here, we deal with 95% of single mothers. Ninety-five percent. You know, I, I did a statistics on, on the graduation rate here uh, in, in our country. We had seventy percent of African American males are not graduating from high school. Seventy-two percent. That's absurd. So we have to start changing the dynamics of how our youth think, and if we can do that we will modify the behavior. So, right. you know, the, this money is just changing their lives, but they get on drugs and, and then they get, you know, they just they don't have positive people around them that, that can right. continue to keep them on the, the right path. You got Chris Brown, you got all these other people, you know, from athletes to musicians to artists, you name it, if they don't have structure, then they will be destructive. Right. Again, you are listening to uh, EOTMRadio.com. If you want to join the conversation, please 
Call in at 718-664-6543. You're listening to Carla B., my co-host, Mr. Christopher Adams, Sr. from Toledo, Ohio, who's a national lieutenant for New Order, uh, also doing great things mentoring. Uh, Carla B., I know that you have different blogs that you write, especially on athletes. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't mind putting nobody on the spot, uh, even though um, I'm not a national figure. But when you got more people in Chicago, um, dying with the youth, and more more people dying in Afghanistan than uh, uh-huh. in Chicago. You know, I look at my, and again, I know it starts at home, Miss As I do uh, uh, respect you on that. But when Derrick Rose came out on national TV, who's from Chicago, started crying about what's going on. But you have a major icon called Michael Jordan, and I'm gonna be honest with you. As of today, I haven't seen him say nothing called a press conference about who put him on the map in Chicago about the violence. But then again, you selling tennis shoes for a hundred and some dollars for some Air Jordans that the youth are killing each other over. I got a problem with that, y'all. I'm being honest with you. You know, I just keep it real, you know, and I have uh-huh. a problem with that. I think that he at least should say something because the city of Chicago put him on the map. And, again, he can't say. I know it starts at home, but I think at least I do a lot of research you know, I never heard him call a press conference and at least say, hey, stop the violence. Because Chicago mm-hmm. love Michael Jordan. What is your opinion on that, Carla B? And let's, let's, right. let's talk real. Well, now. I want to, yeah, I want to talk about, I want to touch on the, the Alden, Alden um, Smith's um, situation, first okay. off, the San Francisco 49er that you brought up. And I want to say this, just, you know, when it comes to these athletes and and what we are hearing through mainstream media, please understand people that everything that you hear is not true. You know, and I think with with this particular case, I believe that it was blown out of proportion. As simple as that, you know, I know that he was, they were saying that he was belligerent and he wasn't cooperative that all of a sudden he's talking about some kind of, um, you know, a bomb or, or something like Correct. that. There's always two sides to every story. So I think that was blown out of proportion. Um, you're, the, the next thing that you were, were talking about was the, the Michael Jordan situation, and I definitely know where you're coming from with it. But my thing is this. You know, it does start, you know, in the home. And I don't think that Michael Jordan should really have to um, get on a national stage and do a press conference in regards to, you know, the, the gun violence and all the people that are, you know, killing themselves and with, 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 with you know, all the travesty within Chicago. I don't think mm-hmm. that he should have to because he should not have to be responsible for all these knuckleheads. You know, since that, I, I they do, want to go I, out no, and I do agree with you, but I don't think it would be nothing wrong. At least he, you know, at least say something because – People are dying over his tennis shoes, and I do agree with right. you. Right. Right. Home, but, but it's not it just his be... tennis shoes, though. It, it's not just his Every... tennis shoes. You got Nike. He's not Nike. Right. Yeah. Nike isn't doing it, you know. And I think right. that we right. just That's need true. to just get past that. The bottom line is there needs to be some change in Chicago. And what's going to eventually <laughs> happen is what? They're going to take our guns from all of us because of all the gun right. violence. You know, and um, and I think a lot of these cases are, you know, are created, a lot of the stuff is created just to be able, you know, for them to say, okay, they're going to take our guts, you know, from us. So, you know, I, I think that we as parents, and I'm from Chicago, I born and raised there. Oh, I, must when have, I, was I must have touched the nerve. <laughs> no, no, you, you did not really, though. It's just, I don't think that it's responsibility for that because, 
you know, in that case, all you know, all of the celebrities and and and, and right. celebrities that turn fashion designers and stuff, when it comes to like the states they live in or the states they're from, you know, in that case, all of them should do that. So yeah, I don't think I think you know morally that might be a good thing to do, but if he doesn't, right. I don't think that he should be held accountable for that. Right, right, Mr. Adams. Um, if you would like to comment on, of course, it, it, I know we, I know. Chicago will be on the map all the time, but even in Toledo, where you at, we're so close to Detroit. We're like, what, what, about 45 minutes from the Motor City? 45 minutes, and they call Toledo baby Detroit right now. And I heard doing some research that Toledo is ranked something as far as the worst city or something. I don't know. I've seen something. Before I want to put it out there, I want to get my facts, but I think they're in the top ten on something. Toledo's not that big. Can you explain about the – the, the the ongoing violence that's going on, but tell them explained about the wonderful program that you got going on as well. But you know, I, I I'm I'm from Toledo. I know Detroit is right there. You got what Cleveland? What two and a half hours? I mean, we're in the center of all that. Dayton, Ohio, you know, and um, so we're we're just in the middle of all that. And I know Toledo is a lot going. I remember years ago. I don't know if you remember this. There, it was a shootout in a bar in Toledo. Do you remember that, Miss Adams? Yeah, that was Route 66. Okay, I was in, I think I was traveling at the time, and I was just sitting watching. Matter of fact, I think I was in Milwaukee, and I was watching TV, and all of a sudden CNN came on, and they said, from Toledo, Ohio, and it was just like, boom, 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 just gunfire going everywhere. I just put my head down and said, man. But then I didn't see nobody speak up or say anything about it. So what is the leadership going on in Toledo right now? Don't mind me asking. And I want you to keep well, it real like now. Say, keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well you, you, if you look at any of my posts on Facebook, you'll see mine says my 110%. I, I'm past keeping it real, bro. Uh, you know, the bottom line is, uh, first of all, Chicago, I'm going to do you one better than Michael Jordan. Our president is from Chicago, and he controls the Army, the Navy, the Marines, the, the he controls all of that. And you're absolutely right. There have been more deaths in, in the city of Chicago than there have been in the war in Afghanistan. That's sad. The numbers are, are, are just outstanding. Can something happen without taking our gun rights away? Yes. We have to quit trying to, to as a government, quit trying to control everything. Now, as far as the violence goes, it's, it's nationwide, but here in this city, the problem is, and here's what, what Building Tomorrow's Generations, part of our component is teaching and educating not only our youth, but we have a parenting component where we teach our young mothers or the, 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 the parents how to get their credit scores higher. We teach them how to, to fill out job applications or resumes. We teach them how to talk correctly uh, and put down the phone and stop texting with abbreviations. This is all part of what we do. Why do we do it? Because in, in 10 years, the, the, the whole situation with, with technology is going to take over. There's not going to be no more libraries. Everything is going to be iPads and, and, and tablets. So we have to continue to teach our children. Back in slavery days, when the, when the, the, the African-American women, when our black women were going to the house and cook for the masses, the, the, the master wives was reading 
So the, so our women would go over to him and ask, well, what are you doing? And, oh, I'm reading. So they fed off of that. Then they would t- sneak a book back to where the slaves were and teach them how to read. Well, guess what? A lot of blacks learn how to read, and a lot of blacks start making money. Now the way to get to our children is to put it all on these stupid phones, iPads. So as long as we got that, there's going to continue to be killing. Why? Because we don't have jobs, we don't have the education, because no teachers, these teachers now are young, and, and the way they got them programmed, there's more, and this is something, Gerald, I was going to talk to you about, uh, that we need our, 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 our attorney to look into, because I put it out there. We need wow. to get with each state and check out the discipline curriculum for our schools. You wonder why all these these children, the guy in Pennsylvania, the young man, 16, went through stabbing people. There's so many different right, discipline right. curriculums that are ticking these children off. It's like setting off time bombs, and they figure they can't do nothing. You don't tuck your shirt in, oh, that's a check mark. You get five check marks, oh, that's a detention. They're, they're, it's bullying at its finest. So it's not just bullying each other no more. You got administrators, you got teachers bullying. I had a teacher tell a young uh, 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 eighth grader that she wasn't the S word. You finished the the, the, the four letter word, and she's never gonna be that. Her mama ain't that, and that's why she didn't get accepted in Notre Dame. That's why she didn't get accepted in Central. And those schools, I'm telling you, are all prominently private schools that you got to have money. So if you get accepted in it on scholarships, that means you are smart. And this young lady had all A's, and the teacher flunked her. So what I ended up doing was going to the to the uh, state of Ohio, pulling all the paperwork that I need, and I helped that mother get her daughter to graduate from the eighth grade. And by the way, we pulled her out of that school for the last six weeks of school and put her into another school just so they wouldn't hold her back. But she had all A's, and they were trying to hold her back from becoming a freshman. And then you had a teacher pointing her finger in this this young lady's face. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. So our youth out here don't have nothing but what they see on TV, and they think that it's all good. That's right. Again, you are listening live. Yes, go ahead, Carla B. No, no, I was – I'm I'm definitely in in total agreement with um with your your guest I'm Chris Adams and okay. um definitely enlighten our people. I want to say that this could be definitely like another show because what okay. this is going into a little bit is like the dumbing down of blacks in America and I so feel that we are when you talk about, you know, as far as, you know, we're not our, our youth aren't really reading books. They're going, you know, they have all these electric, you know, this electronic the iPods, the iPads and, um, and you know, they're utilizing all that. And, and those are, are some of the things that are not just hurting America, but it's hurting um, the African-American community. And I, and, I, and I believe that to be true. That is true. And like I said, you all, this is very important. And I'm glad that uh, this topic is being des- uh, discussed tonight because it's the state of the youth, you know. So it's very important that we continue to, to reach out to our youth and like you said, Carla B., and like you said, Mr. Adams, you know, uh, it starts at home, and the parents must work with us. You know, it's very important that we all be on the, be on the same accord, you know. So uh, we have a lot of work to do, and I just, I just thank God that, that 
I told the kids today, uh, when I went to speak to the kids, is with my time to lead this earth, they could say that Mr. Rose, Mr. Adams, you know, we try to help somebody. Because we're not promised tomorrow, so why not do something productive in life? And that was my message uh, to these youth today, because you want to make your parents proud. And I do understand that um, uh, these kids that we talk to, a lot of them are on medicine, you know, uh, they're doped up all day uh, in school, you know, and, and things like that. And, and sometimes they come to school to be happy and they go back home, they be miserable. The question is why? You know, a lot of kids pull me to the side, explain what's going on at home. I just seen my mom, my dad just beat up my mama, you know. Um, there's no food in the house, you know. Uh, um, there's no attention, love. I'm raising myself. So I tell these kids, I do understand. But you know what? I can't replace you as a father, but please pick up the phone. Give me a call, you know, because if they're not getting it at home, there is an outside resource can kind of help you, you know. So that's our message to the youth, you know. So sometimes it put me in tears, you know, because sometimes it's not their fault, you know. The, you know, the majority of it because, again, my parents was there. But you know what? Mr. Adams, back in the day, there were a lot of single moms that didn't play that. But I'm going to tell you right now, as parents, our rights has been taken. I believe in whoopings. I don't believe in child abuse. But these days, if you discipline your children the right way, and then they get mad, I'm, going, I'm calling defects on you or child services. They're going to investigate. They're going to come out to the house anyway. And then if you're not disciplining your kids, guess what? They're in somebody's courtroom. Yes, Your Honor. Not guilty, Your Honor. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, most most definitely uh, up here at CSB. I mean, you got the the executive director up here. If your parents touch you, call us. We'll come take you out of the house. You know, the the bottom line is you're you're absolutely right. The the parenting has been stripped away from us. I believe in uh uh the Bible says spare not the right of sport a child. I came up with a single mother in a wheelchair mm-hmm. so i know a lot about what's going on and, and i tell you so you can't agree with that uh, as, as parents the stuff the kids that you do well, so can you agree with that that the uh, as parent our rights has been taken as far as well, discipline? i want to say something to that i want to say something to that as well because i definitely agree a little bit but when it comes to I wish when I was little, and I'm 41, I wish when I was little getting abused and molested by multiple uncles in my family and multiple like other family members, I wish I would have heard that, and I didn't. So I'm glad it's out there, but I think that it's our, it's our youth who are kind of a little bit taking advantage of that, especially in some states like Georgia, or it's just really, you know, they, they really put it out there when it comes to, um, you know, um, not being able to really – test as our children as they should be but i wouldn't say stop doing it because i wish it was there when you know I, when i was being abused um what? but i think our the generation now with our children they kind of take advantage a little bit uh, of it well i think uh and, and i can agree with that but uh, it, it's it's misinterpreted because i had a parent that uh i i was helping and her son tried to push her out of a second story window so um, the police was called on him. He was taken down to the juvenile justice center, and then around 11:30 that night, the juvenile justice center kept calling the mother, and she said, "Why would I come get him? He just tried to kill me. Tried to push me out a second story window." They said, "Well, if you don't come and pick your son up, 
then we're going to charge you for child neglect, child endangerment, and we're going to charge you with anything else we can find on you. This is the exact word. So she called me at 1130 telling me I have no car, I have no way to go get him. I, I'm afraid of him. I'm scared of him. So I, and, and working through this program, the parent signs the child off as if they're our children. They become part of the family. So I went down and got the young man, and he actually physically spent the night at my house. I fed him, and then we woke up in the morning. He was playing with my dog. You know, uh, he loved dogs. And I started really getting to know the young man, and I worked with him, and the young man's doing great, by the way. But the system wow. is misconstruing the, the, the way these youth are, are are being, you know, given certain rights. You know, right. if your parents touch you, call us but they're not saying it correctly. So what we need to do, and that's why if you look at the website, it, it tells you our, our slogan is making the village mentality a reality. That's our slogan because we have to. And, and, and the bottom line is we have enough prominent, prominent African-American people, the Tyler Perry, the Oprah Winfrey's, Montel Jordan, all of them that have enough money, all I got to say is if they all just sit down and watch the documentary with Tim Reed called Black Wall Street, maybe their eyes will open up a little bit more. And maybe we can start uni becoming unified as one. And it ain't about a color. It's about a, 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 a conglomerate of people that want something better out of life. And if the government is going to continue to, to keep the inner cities impoverished, then we need to come on and, and, and work through that and create our own economy, period. Right. And it can happen. Right. Yeah, we, it definitely can. I think that's the thing that we need, people need to understand that it can. You know, we need to manifest our, what, what we want. We need to put it out there. And that law of attraction is, is, is so true. And I, I try to tell everybody who are having issues with life and not understanding and just like blaming the system. You have to stop blaming the system for the situation that you find yourself in because we have a black president, you know. Um, there's, you know, but we do know that there's still a long way to get, go with some things, but we got to stop blaming we definitely do. Yeah. Again, you are listening to EOT on radio.com. You live live. Please call in at 718-664-6543. I think our time is winding down. Um, Carla B., uh, I do want to thank you for allowing uh, New Order to, to do this show. And we're just excited. Yeah, and I do want to thank Mr. Christopher Adams Sr. on a short period of time. I love him like a brother. Um, uh, coming together, and he has a wonderful program. And, and, and Toledo, I want him to give his information out before we dismiss, because it's all about working together. We all we yeah. need to work together. Unity is power. Power is change. Even back when we was um, segregated back in the fifties and sixties, we had to come together and work. Now we have this so-called little freedom going on. Yeah. Some people they still have made it. But they forgot our people. That's why on every second Saturday we go down to the heart of Atlanta on Hollywood Road. And Carla B., I know you lived here in Atlanta for a minute. You know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. And this, yeah. this past Saturday, uh, we we it, it just it's amazing. It's bigger than any organization. You all, our listeners, again, let me repeat that. It ain't all about organizations. It's all about doing something, giving back to the community because it's better to give. Uh, then to to receive, and then that's when your blessings come in. 
And I just want to thank, again, my New Order family for believing uh, in me as a leader, continue to pray for me, you know. And uh, we have prayer conference calls. And as a grown man, I shed tears sometimes, you know. And, and this past Saturday, I'm like, wow, thank you, God. And we just put up our first banner at our headquarters. So things are moving along. You know, I'm just yeah, excited. Awesome. So I, I'm, just, uh, I'm just amazed on how far we have came. You know, there's no turnover that happens in this organization. We get along as family because if you do, I would let you go. There's no drama. I don't believe in drama. Too old for that. Too much work to do out here. You know, people are going to talk about it. But when you know when they're talking about you, you're doing the work. When they ain't got nothing to talk about, you're sitting around, you ain't doing it. So guess what? They're talking about us, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm just glad. So Carla B., um, again, if you want to, uh, you keep doing what you're doing as well. I, even though I, I, I um, we on the show uh, every other Tuesday, but I keep up with what you're doing in, in in the community. I applaud you, and I will. I can't wait to get to LA. I gotta meet you. Yeah. <laughs> right. I gotta exactly. meet you. It seems like we have though. It, it seems like we have, <laughs> but we definitely yeah. need to make it happen. But go ahead, and I know Chris. Chris Adams, I, I want to definitely just give thanks as well, you know, for you coming on and right. lighting our listeners oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and sharing all the great things. Chris ain't going nowhere. Chris, I have a brother now. Chris ain't going nowhere, and, you know, even though we <laughs> might disagree on things, but, you know, we family for life, and um, I claim him as a brother right now, and that's the problem. We got we to gotta get along, you know. So, Brother Chris, why don't you give out your information, what you got going on in, in Toledo again, uh, we have a lot of listeners on the line. They might not say nothing, but um, why don't you give out your information at this time and, and tell them how they can get a hold of you. Okay. Hey, can I speak candid to the both of y'all? I need y'all to do me a favor, please. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Can y'all, when, when y'all hang up, can y'all Google the word kids? It's going to blow your mind. You probably already know what it is. That's why if you ever notice, I don't use the word kid. I always say youth or child okay. or something. But when right. you look it up, it's gonna blow your mind. <laughs> okay, no problem. But uh, that's, what the, the, uh, that's I why I him, boy. He 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 would let you know what's going on. That's why. That's one thing I like about people that kind of I ain't gonna say criticize. That means that they care. When people just sit around and hold stuff in, that means they don't care. So anybody in the organization that they feel any reason, and I don't mind that because no one's perfect. You know, I don't mind criticism. Do you call it B? Oh no, constructive criticism I like. <laughs> yeah, this I'd be in the wrong business by if criticism gets to me because I wouldn't be near because right. it's going to happen all the time. But go ahead, Mr. Adams. Okay, thank you. Uh, and and, and that, it wasn't criticizing either. It was just when you look it up, you and then you the next time you think about it, you'd be like, wow, it's all the way that the system is trying to get us to think. Call our right. children kids. Right. Okay. But the name of the organization is Building Tomorrow's Generation. You can Google it. You can Google behavior modification. You can Google uh, enough, just the word enough, because we have a program enough. But the website is www.buildingtomorrowsgeneration.org. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Okay. All right. Um, did you want to give out a? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to give out a phone number, or that's that's the information you uh, want to give? You they to give out they, a, a they can. Be, it's also on the website, but they okay. they can be reached. Uh, we can be reached at four one nine eight seven zero zero five three six. This is a twenty four hour 
ministry. So if a person calls and we do not answer, uh, the secretary uh, will pick up or I will pick up. Somebody will get the line. If not, please leave a message. And as soon as our reminder sets off to one of our cell phones, we will call you right back. Four hours. We have parents, especially our single mothers, our queens. Man, I, I, I tilt my hat off to all of the women that are out here doing what they do. I don't care if they're on assistance. I don't care if they're in school. I don't care if they work in three jobs. Women are queens. That's the way they were designed, and they are doing their things. And any woman out here, whether their child is with them or not, we all have situations, their temporary setbacks. Give us a call. We have ears to hear, and we always we always tell people to just pray. We will pray with you. Thank you. No problem. I heard we got some callers on the line. I wish they can call in tonight to be a part of this important uh, message. I think, Carla, are we wrapping up now or do we have some more? We are time? wrapping, but what I was saying, we did have, um, you know, we, we had um, a good number of callers, but, you know, for whatever reason, they're just listening, and that's okay. Um, that we happens. definitely want to put it out there that if they don't want to say anything, you could definitely tweet us and and then send us, you know, via instant message your questions or comments. Well, we can take it that way too. Every not everybody is brave to be to be able to be on air, so we we do understand that. <laughs> um, I want to say really quick um, as I you know share my comments to close. Gerald, that um, mm-hmm. I, I definitely think maybe next time we're on air, you know, just touching on the the real issue of the dumbing down of not just America, but uh, in particular black America, and mm-hmm. and then ways to fix it. Because my, my thing is, is that we're going to talk about something, you know, talk about the, the problem. Okay, how can we correct mm-hmm. it? So there's ways to do yeah. it. So, you know, maybe we can touch on that next time. Okay, and I like to give out, uh, and, and you got to take me away on my public enemy. I hope you got my soundtrack set up. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, but on, if you want to contact New Order, uh, please give us a call at 1-800-346-5138. Uh, you can visit our website at www.nonhro.org. I always tell people that no one is going to save our children for us but us. I'm asking all young people to put down the pistols. Pick up the pencils because another victim dies, another mother cries. I love you all. We're out. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, and, and ending, I think it's fitting to, to end with a with a quote, uh, some quote. Um, and, and the quote of t- for tonight is by Frederick Douglass. It's knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave. Marionette on that. Catch us not next, not this coming Tuesday, but the Tuesday following. And um, we'll be talking to y'all soon. Here is Can't Trust It by Public Enemy. My song, Mr. Adam, back in the day. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't hang up. Right, Listen to the song. Starting slave ships. Oh. There are more records of slave ships than one would dream. It seems inconceivable. Until you reflect that for 200 years, ships sailed carrying cargo and slaves. Run, non, be non-violent. In the face of the violence that we've been uh, experiencing for the past 400 years, is actually doing our people a disservice. In fact, it's a crime. It's a crime. Here come the drums!
Get your 